everybody. Welcome into the Winner's Lounge. It is vibes. It is so much vibes. Uh, Nuggets get a blowout win at home against the Thunder. The final game of a three-game homestand. They win 119-101. And we're going to be talking through all that. We got a lot. We got a game to go over. Oh. We're going to play a little are real or not real. Oh. We're going to talk about Michael Porter Jr., who finally gets to come back. This was the end of... This non-Michael Porter era, can't wait for that, so there's a lot to get to. I'm Adam Adas. I'm joined by the man who is on vacation, always. Pick, pick the right shirt for a winner's lounge, and I can't say that I knew for sure it was going to be a winner's lounge when I picked it out, but... Man, I knew for here. This was a game Nuggets couldn't have lost. We also right. got D-Line come over here. Yeah, you mentioned all those things we're going to talk about. Do we have to talk about the game? <laughs> I think we have we to just, talk about the game. Can we just skip straight to the games? We absolutely have games. to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the superstar, superstar dev. Winner's lounge. Oh, I'm in it. Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm here. Oh, what more could you need? Oh, oh, oh. I'm in the winner's lounge. What more could you have asked for? So the Nuggets do get the win in this one, and they didn't have to necessarily try that hard for it. It was ugly for a while. We were kind of frustrated. We were grouchy. But, um, you know, the bench came in at the start of the second quarter, blew this thing wide open, a 34-21 to 21 second quarter. Jokic finishes with 27 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. It was an easy one, Dev. What's your what's your first takeaway from uh, from this game? I feel like the game ended forty minutes ago. Yeah, you know, that's how I feel. Like we just had to watch garbage time for a long. Yeah, time. it was a long, long fourth quarter. Uh, my biggest takeaway is Nikola Jokic continues on his track. Like he's he's really playing uh, at a different pace than anyone else in the world. Uh, he's in a world of his own, and I think that everyone should just respect it. <laughs> respect his authority. I mean, yeah, sure. He does deserve all of our respect. I think he has everybody's respect and admiration. I really do, man. Like, would we like him to be the consensus MVP or this, that, sure? But that's something never going to happen. But people know, man. Um, what's your takeaway? Man, I thought the bench looked strong, and I sent probably like a little rushed bit of a victory lap tweet a few games ago. But the bench hasn't looked bad now that they're whole. And I think that – or that bad. They've looked competent. Now, maybe we still overhype them, but – yeah, I mean, I just I don't the bench that Denver's front office actually put together this offseason, which includes Jermichael Green. Uh, I thought they've looked pretty good, and I thought they looked good tonight. Still not ready to go that far about the bench. You don't like because they. You're right that they look. They have looked good. Like if you look at the last five games, competent. They four four or five of them have been good, but four or five of the teams they've played have been bad. No, <laughs> like they've no. played a lot of bad ones, and they look really good. Um, but I, I, the jury for me still very much out. But maybe that'll come up later in real or not real. Uh, biggest takeaway for me tonight was how um, just easy that game. Like, yeah, the, we're, we're talking about a team that is perpetually on the quest for five hundred. They go up, they go down, <laughs> they go up. But then, like, there's games like this. You're like, yeah, they're gonna kill the that that's their better team. Like, that is how the Nuggets are supposed to play. But they haven't been playing like yeah. that. Uh, the bench was totally uh, reliable. The bench actually, I think they were all, I think the entire Nuggets team was uh, in plus. No. Yeah, minus the garbage time, boys. Until right? garbage oh, time, and then we got our boy. poor Zeke Nagy. He goes five minutes, gets a minus 11. Well, cut him. Cut oh, him. man. Zeke Nagy. <laughs> actually, it was worse for a couple of these guys. I'm trying to look. Marcus Howard gets four minutes. He's a minus five. It's tough, oh, man. Boy. It's tough. It's well, but, uh, you know, the Nuggets look like the team that we thought they were tonight. But a lot of that has to do with the competition, unfortunately. Like, So that's my takeaway, and I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer of the group, but my takeaway was that was a team that was really bad, yeah. that Oklahoma City team. I don't think that team's capable of beating the Denver Nuggets. Like, it would have taken 20 different miracles because yeah. they actually got some miracles. If you think about it tonight, Baisley... Joe Dirt, as you call him, Lou Dort. That's so good. Lou Dort. It's Lou Dirt every time. Lou Dirt every Lou time. Dirt. <laughs> I didn't call him that, but I picked up on it. Now I will only call him that for the rest of my life. These guys were draining threes early on. Lou Dort goes three of six. Basley actually only finished two of seven, which I'm very surprised by. But like they knocked down some shots early yeah. on, and Denver still just this game was over at half, like you know, halfway through the third quarter. So that's one of my takeaways. But you know what? Who cares? It's the schedule. You Who play cares, who's baby? in front of you. Can Denver. Only- needed a stabilization game. This was one, and I think there were some good positives. Not least among them, Jamal Murray tonight. 20, what did he play? 21 minutes? I think that was like the biggest blessing. Like, I don't even care that he didn't play well tonight, right. didn't shoot right, well. Right, right. 21 minutes, get him out of there. He got a bloody nose. They're like, alright, just take, take it to the bench. So that's the story to me. Bad team, but Denver did what they needed to do after a shaky start yep. to be able to make this a game that nobody really had to break a sweat. Hey, this year they've lost to all types of teams. In years past, they've lost to teams like OKC. I mean, of course, records notwithstanding, Denver should blow the doors off this team. 
But they've struggled to put together complete efforts. They've struggled to blow teams out. They effectively did it. They got Murray some rest. So you said it. You play the schedule, and tonight they played up. Yeah. So this was, I mean, it was a win. And we got to see, I think, a lot of the stuff, um, you know, that's worthy of talking about in this game that we'll get to in sort of the next segments is really about second units. What do you, you have a great smile. Is there... Was it uh, a great I, comment or no? I just uh, I'm a winner with a winning smile. Look at you're, you're a winner with a winning smile. I just like I'm just looking at myself on screen. Look at my look at my smile. Speaking of which, guys, <laughs> I don't know if you know this. You can hear in the background. Uh, we're open here at the DNVR bar, and we can have I think like forty something people. Thirty five. Thirty five people. So, and I think that number is going to go up here in the in like a week or two. So, um, if for Nuggets game nights. Come on down. It, tonight we had Nuggets and Avs. Almost all Avs. Almost all Avs people. We actually had the Nuggets for a while, and then we had to switch over to Avs audio. But uh, come on down. Check out the games if, if you're yeah, thinking man. about it. If you want a, if you want a hearty five for me. We do giveaways, and like with only 35 people here, your odds of winning a giveaway. Shouts to the Nuggets fans we did see here tonight. Yeah, your, though, your, your, your odds, let me do uh, one in 35. They're a little lower than that. <laughs> let me, let me do a little quick little math here. <laughs> um, so, okay, so Jokic tonight, 27 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. The baby food. It was baby food. I mean, baby I, we food, don't even have to talk about this game too much. I don't think from no. Jokic because he honestly, man, was in like sleepwalk mode and put up those numbers tonight. Yeah, my big Yoke takeaway was he was like what twelve of twenty one, and I thought that was kind of inefficient given his standards. Kind of felt like. I, it. I mean, yeah, it's this, and I I wrote this in the grades the other night. You know, until the season's gone, and that's the case. The Nuggets aren't wasting anything from Jokic, only insofar as this isn't going anywhere. Right. This is who Jokic is, and this magic well isn't drying up anytime soon. Does he drop below 10 assists, though? By uh, the way, he had six assists tonight. How many assists should he have had? Uh, Nine to ten. Quick calculation, uh, 700. I think it was 700 potential assists tonight. You're horrible six. with math tonight. You're horrible <laughs> with math. Look at, bad. look at that. Uh, you know what? Actually, I, Can we... Can we start the show over? Ask me what my biggest takeaway What's is. What's your biggest takeaway? <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone rewind. Just skip the whole first part. Here's the biggest takeaway. Jokic got a mother effing haircut. Yeah. And haircut Jokic. Haircut Jokic was here tonight. Haircut Jokic was not to be denied. Uh, he did what he wanted. He wanted to do what he did. Jokic at the level. So a couple of games ago, they play the Warriors. And Steve Kerr is talking about Wiseman. He's like, yeah, I think he's going to learn some lessons tonight. Just mm -hmm. kind of like if you're a young player coming into the league, Jokic is now the maybe the single guy at the center position where if you're coming into the league, it's like, yeah, you don't know what you're <laughs> in for. And tonight you're talking about a bunch of young dudes that are out there to guard him. Uh, and, you know, Roby, who I thought battled hard, but it was one yeah. of those games where it was like, Jokic was like, hey, man, almost like he didn't dislike the guy where he's like, look, I'm just going to coast to a nice 27, 12, and 6 tonight. I'm not going to humiliate you, but, uh, you know. And, you know, Steve Kerr said before that Warriors-Nuggets <laughs> game that for James Wiseman, it was mostly going to be not a night of learning some tough lessons. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, turning, uh, learning those lessons. I thought with Isaiah Roby tonight, you could almost see him, like, take inventory after each possession. You know, like, okay, I didn't get quite murdered there. I'm playing well. I'm playing hard. But it's cool to see, like, Jokic is one of those guys now. I yeah. think if you're an Isaiah Roby or, or, you know, what DeAndre Ayton once was, you come into the league, you see that matchup, and you get a little nervous. I'm telling you, I think he's the guy. The because guy. you've got, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. You've got uh, DeMarcus Cousins. You've got Joel Embiid. Those guys are going to dunk on you. They're going to post up and score on you. But I feel like when Jokic is on the court, dudes are just, like, always like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, he's doing crazy. 100%. Oh, and he's scoring again. Like, Did you hear everyone, hear everyone downstairs cheer for your Roby yeah. take? Yeah, dude. Yeah, really <laughs> incredible. Yeah. I'm dialed in. So many fans <laughs> yeah. down there. Roby is yeah, really I, don't, I don't want to talk too much about um, Jokic, what he did tonight, but those numbers that he came up with was in three quarters. <laughs> Good That's point. the part to really Good think point, about. He, yeah. he put up a massive stat line in three quarters, and he really yeah. didn't even have to do too much. No. And that was also a game that he didn't even try to take over in. Like, if he wanted to score every single time, if they wanted to give it to him on every single possession, I truly think that – Tonight he would have been able have. to put up what, 50 or 60 points. What could he have gone for? What's the number Jokic would have scored? If that so, was his goal tonight, was just, I'm going to score as many points as possible. Honestly, if you gave, Say him, in the comments too, if you gave him a Wilt Chamberlain type of game where they just going out of their way to give him the basket every like a, a, a point every time, I think he would score 70. Yeah, I think so. I, think I honestly I, think he would have scored 70. Yeah, it just as matters if OKC doubles or not, right? And if they don't, no reason he can't score 50 plus. But I'm saying if Roby. he was trying sure. to score, he would shoot over doubles and like, I don't know what the best double team they could have thrown at him. Roby and yeah, Dort. good point. Like, and, and Jokic <laughs> has a sneaky amount of 35 plus 40 point games. Like, yeah. You know, he gets to those. He could have gone for 50 tonight. Well, if you just extrapolate this, he gets 27 and three quarters. 
okay. He could have got 36 if he played at this pace I love, I love this. in four I love quarters. Game, yeah. I'm doing math here, Eric. <laughs> so he could have got 36 <laughs> points tonight just playing at this pace, which yeah. was half pace. Yeah. I'm going to double that, sure. 72. Could've and then, 72. like, don't forget the multiplier. <laughs> I think you're so right. it would have been, like, what, like 400 points? <laughs> How many titles is that for Denver? <laughs> I've got a fun little uh, impromptu quote. I need a okay. Oh, impromptu yeah. quote. We're ready to react. Okay, but we don't know the context, so he I says, like it. I and you know what, Ryan? I disagree. He says I could provide context, but I don't really feel like it's it's needed on this one. We need we need it. Yeah. I think we should play. What do you think the context? Oh yeah. So that he stopped drinking Coca Cola. Jokic, right? Jokic losing. No, I think that it's that he's been to prison. <laughs> Malone has been to prison. In well, no, this is uh, this is uh, this is the code red from uh, Few Good Men, where uh, they actually beat him with soap. Anyway, uh, this is clear. What he's talking about, That's obviously, right, is uh, trying to get Jokic make to Bull Bull tougher. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. We actually don't even know who he's talking about. <laughs> we, don't, uh, we don't know anything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, this is a tough one to really crack. This is a tough yeah, code. I think that mine is the closest, really. Though, what is it? Some- Bull Bull? Michael Malone has been to prison. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because the backstory. But what, what is this what, specifically referring to? Admit that he has had, had to go. Right, oh, he's hey, definitely been to prison. Like, why is this, like, what is this weapon of choice? A pillowcase with soda cans? Something's going on here. Eric, I, Eric, the commenters want you to know that you can't handle the truth. Uh, <laughs> that's right. They get the Google it, kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, so, other story tonight for me. I thought Will Barton and Paul Millsap were very good tonight. Both of them. Um, you know, Will Barton, I still had people in my mentions telling me that he was terrible for some reason, with some inexplicable reason. He goes five of seven, including Yo, three Will of four. Was great tonight. Yeah, he was great tonight. So, but 13, plus 15, he had 13 points, six assists, by the way, tied for a team high, three rebounds. Uh, he did get a steal. Don't you feel like at a certain point, like guys have hootsuite and they're scheduling yeah. Will Barton hate tweets to just yeah. fire off because they can't watch the game? So <laughs> like, but look, I, under, I understand this one thing. Like, there are things, you know, the. Thing, the person that gets under your skin, and then they don't do anything wrong, but you're just like, did you, did you fucking hear what Vote said the other day? And you're like, yeah, that's just a regular, pretty banal thing. It's like, yeah, but you know, I just hate Vote, <laughs> and that's that's kind of that how it is. That is constantly happening to me. Too, that is constantly so happening I, I with me and Vote. <laughs> yeah. um, but okay, all jokes aside, you know, Barton has been really bad this year. Hasn't been finishing at the up rim. Up and down for sure. Uh, up and down. The defense Mostly has down. been really spotty. But I think he's up to 40% on the year now from three. I would have to double check that. That's going to be huge. He's going to need that, especially as he waits to or maybe doesn't get that around the rim back. dude. That's um, the high point of the human machine. And I also <laughs> thought tonight there are moments with Barton that aren't necessarily reflected in the box score where, like, someone swings the ball to him, and he's like, dude, no, Jokic has a mismatch. Immediately oh, yeah, swings yeah, it back. Yeah. Points. He is a Jokic player through and through. And I think we think of those highlights, probably I should say lowlights, low where lights. he gets selfish. But in my opinion, that would ignore a lot of these moments throughout the game where he really understands what it means to play with Jokic. I think three of the four last games or so he's played like, like his shot totals have been like seven, six, six, you know, and he hasn't made them. Like tonight he goes five of seven, but right, a lot right. of these, a couple of these nights have been one of six, two of six. But like I said, he's not taking too many of them. Paul Millsap tonight gets 12 rebounds, three assists, two steals, one block. A throwback Paul Millsap game. Plus 21, a team high plus 21. He also had one of the best boards. Actually, no, Monte Morris was higher, but he had one of the best boards. He had a board tonight where there were five yep. Thunder players and one Paul Millsap, and he just. <laughs> Hulked them all, like threw them all. I think it's Hulk, right? That's yeah. the green <laughs> one. Yeah, just grabbed it right from all kind of them, of and green. is like, ah, oh, too strong for you. This oh, man, wow. this man informs your culture, Denver. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. exists outside of culture. This is a, yeah. This is what's known as a tastemaker. Well, he said he said Hulk, and then he made Arnold Schwarzenegger like type noises. And he has no clue what the Hulk is. He has no. But yeah, what Barton and and Paul Millsap? There's no way you look at this game and think anything negative, like. This was a positive game for them. And oh, also, did Miko Ranton score? Let's freaking go. Let's freaking go, dude. Yeah, you talked so, about that a lot today. Yeah, so here's the thing. You guys, you might not know. We're actually starting to do pregame shows now. So we've been doing postgame shows for a while. Pregame shows. And in part of our pregame shows, we pick different bets that we really like. Eric really didn't quite understand the show early on, but he gave us a couple abs bets. So there was I'm sorry. I thought, I thought the whole point was to give free money to the people that were watching. Well, I think there's DMVR bets. Did you compare the Miko Jokic parlay? 
the, the Miko uh, Jokic parlay yeah, hit. and it was He's not right. a pure Miko. It was a Miko Jokic double double parlay. I Jokic, <laughs> I parlayed Jokic double double with two Miko things, and they both hit. Screw you both. Screw you both. Let's go. Uh, well, if we're taking victory laps here, I also want to take we, this. Move, we can move now to Gary Harris. Oh, by the way, Paul Millsap goes two of five from the three point line. Gary Harris goes three of six tonight. That was my pick tonight. Look, I, I want to tip my hat to Gary Harris. Ryan Blackburn had a phenomenal uh, stat out there. I, I, I retweeted him today. But Gary Harris, I think he's two of 25 from threes above the break. That means non-corner threes. Two of 25. That's 8%. And I do, and I do Jesus. think Adam, which That's would the be the low point of the human that, machine. That's the low point. Yeah, you can't miss more than that. The it's ball just impossible. bounces in on that. Interestingly <laughs> enough, though, I think at this point now his corner three numbers are back up to where they have been the last right. couple of years, which has been forty plus. So right. it's not that he shouldn't shoot, but maybe not above the break. I think he's forty-eight percent from the corners, and but here's the problem with that is. You know, they stick him in the corner a lot. But yeah. you can't always have a player in the corner. You can't tell a guy, like, he never leaves the corner because that's the only place he makes it. But Jay Tucker. I, I feel yeah. inclined to. feel <laughs> inclined to. I would. It, like, Adam, you play basketball. There's certain shots that you probably have never shot in your life. Sure. I probably have never shot a corner three ball. So <laughs> really? you just go to your spots that you, like, feel comfortable with. Uh, the bench unit tonight, though, was a big story as well. Um, you know, a lot of positives out there. Monte Morris continues to be Mr. Nugget. I mean, the, the first ballot Mr. Nugget. 7 for 11 from the field tonight. He was a plus 22. Five assists. One turnover, guys. Uh, one turnover. I, I hate think, to see it. I gotta gotta Monte for, it for being the only player who's proved me right about 100% of things I've said about him. Yeah, that's and true. that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with yeah. Monte. He's so good. He does reward your faith. I, so he... Um, <laughs> I had a theory tonight. I tweeted it. Harrison Wind immediately confirmed it with stats, which is always very validating. But Monte Morris is shooting even better at the rim this year than he has in years past. In my opinion, through some higher degree of difficulty shots. So that's a guy who we thought is maybe a high floor, but not a lot of headroom guy. He's better. He's gotten better. The second off the bench in plus minus, Isaiah Hartenstein tonight, 13 minutes, plus 17. Uh, and he had uh, seven rebounds tonight to go with five points. The numbers don't necessarily pop off the, the, you know, the sheet there. But here's, the, here's my Isaiah Hartenstein take. He played 13 minutes. Oh. And some of this was that the Nuggets were a blowout. Malone, before the game, was asked about Hartenstein's minutes, and he says he gets those first half minutes. Second half, I have to feel the game out and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. And almost every time so far this season, he's not feeling Isaiah I haven't, I haven't really been feeling Isaiah myself. <laughs> the second he said that, though, I thought tonight was going to be the – you think about the opponent right, not yeah. having a center. And and Wind has been all over this. Uh, this is now – I'm just a Harrison Wind stand, I guess. But you have to trust this bench. <laughs> you have to let Hartenstein play through it because you signed a backup center, and he was part of the yeah. plan. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm, gl I'm glad Malone did that tonight. Yeah, they're like, we have a backup center, but what if we played our – Starting center all of the minutes. PJ Dozier could be a power forward. Let's get wild. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing, and this is a bit self-selecting. Individual net rating means points scored per 100 possessions versus points allowed per 100 possessions. You do the difference there. That's a team stat. It's self-selecting in, in some ways. It doesn't tell the whole story, but it is illuminating in some ways. Number two on the Nuggets roster, numbers two and three, Jermichael Green, Monte Morris, basically right around 10, between 10 and 11. Number one, Isaiah Hartenstein, plus 18 net rating on the season. Now, he's what? not playing a lot of minutes. By far, by far the highest net rating on the team. He's, barely, play. he's barely played. I, but all the same, he hasn't played any good minutes. Like, that's confusing to me. Well, the, the Knicks game, there were like a plus 35 yeah, or I plus so. 50 net rating. But that would help. But nonetheless, my point is, you know, Hartenstein, because that bench unit has been so rough, Hartenstein has been the guy that is pulled out first. It's like when things don't go right, like, okay, we're going to mini lads and we're going to Michael Green at the, at the five. But Hartenstein, here's the thing. He's a young, unproven player, and I think he does some things well. He was also, by the way, and this is shouts to, to my guy EG from, from Reddit, who's like the – Let's uh, go EG. Who's, Hart, Hartenstein. who's here tonight, by the way. Oh. Is he, is he, and here, guess who he's, he's talking about? Is exactly what you're he's about to about say. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. When he was in Houston, <laughs> he also led the Rockets again – in very limited moments, and again, a little bit self-selecting because mostly it's garbage time, mostly it's this or that. But nonetheless, led them in net rating then. So with Hartenstein and with young players, I think often, they have to do 130% to break into the rotation, yeah. right? Because coaches are always going to know, like, I know what my floor is for these guys, these veteran players or what have you. But I do think nights like tonight are important for Hartenstein to earn more minutes, to say, like, okay, you know what? He played 13 minutes. He's only been playing six, but he played 13 tonight, and they were all good. 
It's yeah, true. great point, Adam. Oh, man, I love it when everybody's like, I well, have no the, takes on Hartenstein. Well, it's like when you say something that's just so uh, so all-encapsulated. What, what are we left to say? Yes. All right. Good point. Well, <laughs> this one we might, that's the right thing to say. That's We don't have nothing This one might come up a, a, a little bit later. Uh, and then Compazzo, we have to mention him. One of six shooting, three points, one assist, one steal. Doesn't quite do it justice because he did have one of the highlights of the night through the legs. By the way, and I only know this from when we got Compazzo, Going through the highlight mixes. This is a Composo special. Yeah. The through the legs on the fast break. That's yeah. like a he likes that one. He didn't even care who was behind him. It was Monte trailing him, not like a high flyer <laughs> yeah, dunker so or anything like that. And it was through traffic, so Monte had to like finesse his way as a creative finisher around the rim. Luckily, it's Monte because uh, any other anybody else that probably doesn't go in if you don't have a a, a dunker. But the thing that I want to ask you guys is, you look at Faku play 18 minutes, and then also. Monte Morris has been playing out of his mind. And then you see Jamal Murray get hurt, and he actually has to sit a little bit. Does that transition into let's sit Jamal since Michael Porter Jr. is coming back Man, anyway? Man, I hope so. The only thing with that, and I think about Malone's starting bowl and him explaining his rationale, the bench is starting to figure it out. And tonight it was those five guys. So do you want to pull them apart? Right? I mean, you want to win the basketball game. You have to game. pull them apart because you have a guy coming in anyway. But if you don't have to pull them Good apart, point. if you put someone, you keep Jamal, I mean, Will Barton in the starting lineup, and now you just shift over. So you, would you start Monte then and, and it's Composa running the second unit? You right? have to make a shift anyway. That's yeah. what I would go with. Well, we're going to be getting a shift I, because Michael Porter Jr. is coming. Well, in. as a tease, you know, the next episode of Keeping It 1000 with George Carl got to drop tonight. I recorded it earlier. George Carl, big believer in, in mixing things up, trying crazy, not just a, uh, hey, let's plug one player here or there. He's a fan of trying out a bunch of different moves. So is, is it? Uh, is he talking about our? He says Jokic on the bench here on the on the DNVR post game show. Sometimes votes here. Ooh, that's Sometimes true. Uh, it's Harrison. So weirdly enough, doesn't Not care. Talking. He doesn't, doesn't care. Doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> you know what? He hasn't <laughs> mentioned it, Eric. <laughs> so anyway, I just th that that was that uh, bench good game, uh, bench solid performance, good performances from Barton and Millsap, which was nice to see, and then Jokic. I mean, he's just... How many bad quarters has Jokic played this None. year? Has he played any, None. actually? He can't afford to. What's his worst <laughs> quarter? It's probably like six points, three think, rebounds, two his, assists. He was a bit of a tale of two halves against Brooklyn. First half was great. Second half, not so much. So okay. it's probably in there. I don't remember that, but okay. Let's go to break. We'll take our first break, and then on the other side, uh, we'll get to uh, a game of... Is it real? Or is it not real? Oh. Is it real or not real? I can't wait. <laughs> Oh, do I have to do the bread? Breckenridge uh, <laughs> Brewery, the official <laughs> beer of DNVR. One of the few things we talk about here at DNVR, Denver Sports, and Breck Brew. Guys, what's, what's your favorite Breck Brew? <laughs> we do this one all the time. I'll always Den answer a different I one. I like the Mile High City. You know why? I don't know why? Because it tastes like the Denver Nuggets. Delicious. <laughs> you want to celebrate the win? They call it Jokic's Sweat. <laughs> Check out do. that Mile Dude, High if they, City if copper they, If they canned Jokic's Juice Sweat, I don't know if I could buy enough. I would I would buy as much. There's a also the, Jokic's the IPA hazy, hazy Juice oh, Drop. Am I yeah, saying that right? Juice Drop Hazy IPA. Yeah, that's you know a delicious one. one if you're an IPA guy. There you are. Uh, guys, the farm host. Think and you shall receive. The farm host. Farmhouse is open right now. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. for pickup. If you use code DNVR, you can save $5 on their delicious food, their great booze that you know all about. Or just come to one of these watch parties. Check it out. We got Brett Brew on tap. Come through. And I was very excited myself for being ready. Uh, for the first ad read, and then I didn't. I didn't you weren't even ready MSU for the first, Denver online. You weren't even ready for the first MSU ad read. Denver my favorite, my online. Favorite, my favorite MSU. like little moment of the any show we've ever done is when Vote was like, "How is Harrison always so prepared for this?" We're like, <laughs> "That's how he's prepared." <laughs> just the battery is dead. How the else fact can that I he is prepared is how he is prepared. Hey, uh, now is the time, as in today, is the time to apply and register for classes. I'm not sure if it's expired, but but after January 19th, which is today. Uh, you can no longer apply, but apply and register for classes at MSU Denver Online. If you use the code DNVR, you do not have to pay the application fee. So there's literally no excuse not to do it. It's free. Stop making excuses. Just apply. Uh, what's the cool thing about MSU Denver Online? They've been doing this online education thing for a while. It's not a lazy A to B experience. They know what it should look like. They know what it should feel like. And while we're all in this sort of place where we're choosing... Um, you know, what's safe, what's convenient for us? Do I leave my home? Do I stay home? You don't have to choose. Uh, you can get your education. You can bring your education to you. Check out MSU Denver online. And then we have a video. Are we going to a video now? My bad, Let's Go to a video. So what exactly is video care? 
Well, video care is like a trip to Zoom care, just from your couch. You can see, hear, and chat with your doctor, just like a traditional in-office visit. Get secure access to urgent, primary, and specialist care, including mental health. It's all from the comfort of your own home. Video care is covered by most private insurers, usually with a copay. Head to zoomcare.com slash video to get started. All right, back here, guys, for segment two here of the DNVR Nuggets postgame show. And let's play a little game a bit of real or not real. Oh. That's what we called it. We have our graphic here. Real or not real? <laughs> oh, oh wow, I'm Bigfoot. I guess that's, that's accurate. Yeah. Vote yes. the Loch Ness Monsters. No aliens in Well, anyone? so both Dev and I are real. We have to be UFOs. <laughs> 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 oh, we have to be real or UFOs. We're, we're, I, we're like what I like to say. Mad real. And the two of them. Like, wow, you like to say that. Huh? Uh, all right. The first thing I have on here, guys. The first thing I have on here. P.J. Dozier's three-point field goal percentage. Uh, what if I told you guys that P.J. Dozier, not known for being an elite three-point shooter, shooting 41% coming into this game, and then tonight he goes two of five, so actually lowered his percentage by only shooting 40% tonight. Dev, is this real? Dozier? Three point reliable three point shooter. I was always taught men lie, women lie, <laughs> <laughs> but numbers don't. Numbers, numbers don't, don't lie, baby. And you came up with the numbers, so how could I? How could I argue that? Yeah. I don't know how you he's could. He's clearly he's clearly shooting the ball well, and like you said, he's not relatively known as a shooter for so for him to be shooting it so well. And also, when you think about PJ Dozier, is how aggressive he is and the the type of shots he's taking. I could just think back to the first shot that he took today, a step back with a guy in his face. He made it. He drained it. Yeah. His shot is for real. No so, Loch Ness Monster. Oh. <laughs> no. So he shot 25. Well, I say 25%. He shot two of eight for three his sophomore year. His rookie season, he only played three games and didn't, or three minutes total, and he didn't take a three in those three minutes. Two of eight. Then last year, 17 of 49. Tonight, he's 11 of 27. So all of this is very small sample size, but, you know, he is draining it. Harrison Wind stand checking in here. Uh, Wind asked Dozier about this recently and also tweeted about it. So, no, I'm not surprised. Dozier said he spent a lot of time. It's, it's repetition, but, it's, but there's more to it, he said. You have to go back and try to understand why certain shots went in and why certain shots didn't. So it's been repetition, getting in the film room. I think he really understands his shooting is going to be key to, to, to unlocking more minutes. So uh, I think... I only have two options, huh? Real or not real? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's real until it isn't. Yeah. Yep. Eric? I think, I mean, I don't, I it, like, I, I don't really believe that stat because it doesn't, the eye test doesn't really seem to bear it out. But, like, I mean, no with that. Like, what do I want to say? Of course, it's real. <laughs> it's real. Like, he's, he, that's, in, it's actually more remarkable because of how, unbelievable it is having watched him like it seems like his shot isn't falling but it's actually going in much at a much higher clip which is yeah. encouraging like imagine what it'll be, look like if he's actually looks like he's playing well also i just think he's streaky and so i he's, am, yeah, I am yeah, waiting for that other yeah. foot to drop so i and i think i'm gonna say not real i think he could be maybe uh, better than i expect if you would have asked me what he's gonna shoot this year coming into the season i probably would have said 33 percent Maybe he's 37. 40 seems high. 40, right 41. 41, right 41 is high. Yeah, he's gonna. Change he's definitely like a 30, 38, 37, 36, 35, 34, 33, 32. <laughs> we'll find out. So we're, Somewhere we're, in there. We're not buying real. A lot of people in the comment section, though, big fans. Uh, you know what I'm a big fan of? What's that? George Carl calls him Dozier. <laughs> I really, I love that Duvalier guy. Duvalier and Dozier. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to stick stick with the three-point percentage uh, monster here, guys. We're uh -oh. going to go to one of the greatest three-point shooters in all of the NBA, Serge or Michael Green. Uh. 20 of 39. He was coming into this game 51.3%. 51.3%. And then tonight, what did he do? Michael Green, he goes uh, two of five, so he shoots. He lowers it by quite a bit, only 40 had a 40%. terrible night by his standards. Uh, I'll start over this side. Uh, the the over 40 is real. I mean, over 50, probably not. But Jamaica Green being a guy who is circle of trust, open from the, <laughs> the wing three, you'll take that every time. That's real. That's real. I asked him about that, actually, at one point in his career. He, and he said it was recent. Like, when he played in high school and college, he was a mid-range guy. He was banging down low. Yeah. He just he saw the writing on the wall that if he was going to play at this point in the league and adapt, he needed to be able to do this, and he put a lot of work in. It does not look streaky. I love his form, and I love when he shoots. 
Um, Eric? You know what I'm going to say here, right? Dozier is not, or not Dozier. Green is not, has not overperformed the limits of the human machine. <laughs> There's no chance he's a 50% three-point shooter. The human, machine, the human machine dictates that I think 45% is the highest a human being is ap- capable of, of shooting it in this league. I think he is probably a 41 to 42% three-point shooter. I'm with you. Like I think it's going in absolutely every time he gets it. Uh, and it turns out half the time that's correct. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean that it's just so it's the, the the percentage is so ridiculous that I I just can't believe it, baby. It's just it's too good to be real. What, do you, th- what do you think, Deb? Um, Jamichael Green, um, my belief in him very real. The shot not as real as as we see. Like mm. those numbers cannot keep up. There's no, no way he keeps plus. up yeah, those type yeah. of numbers, and that's insane. That it's not that I don't believe in the fact that he can shoot well. It's the fact that that's so impossible of a person that's open all of the time. He's always in the right spot. Right. He's always going to get shots. Um, they're going to have to play him more with Jokic or in, in, in these positions that he's going to have to shoot a lot of shots. So I just don't think that he keeps that up. But he's I, real. I, I do think he's going to be open a lot. I do. And so I, I, I think I like his chance to shoot above 40. Yeah. Um, and then who knows? Maybe he starts. I, I'm so curious to see if Millsap starts all year. Because Millsap was good tonight, and he has the familiarity in his corner. But I don't know. Jermichael Green, I kind of want to see him more with Jokic, and who knows what that does to his three-point percentage. You'd think it'd make it, you know, stay at that level. Monte Morris currently leading the NBA in assist-to-turnover ratio. I think that's very real. They will get that out of the way. But the degree to which he's doing it, you talk about the human limits. There seems to be a human limit on assist-to-turnover ratio. It's 5-1. to one. It's 5-1. to one. You can be a little above that no. if you can run maybe a little lucky, a little below that. But five to one—that's the limit. He's at eight to one. Eight to one assist to turnover <laughs> ratio. Uh, is this real? Are we going to expect it, a this, historic? It, yes, this is real, dude. Wow, this is real. Like he came into the league, this being the thing that he did—the number one thing, number one thing that he did. And what is he doing? He's improving. Like he's getting better all the time. Why that wouldn't also improve? I don't know. Um, you know, it, it, apparently basketball is where we find the limits of human ability, and uh, we've seen it with three-point shooting. Um, and all Monte is doing is just bending what it is to be a human being. And I'm it's the four-minute mile to I'm here for assists. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, at this point, like, I mean, it is, honestly, it's hilarious when he does turn it over. You're like, oh, it's like, it feels so crushing. Because, like, yeah. I mean, to, for this to be real, you would either have to be Tyus Jones. No, he's better. Or Monte Morris. Right. And, and, and because Monte is absolutely this guy. I think this is what will be remembered for in He's an admittedly small, contained way. Having the most underrated season, man, like you could possibly have. Like Jokic is being underrated because he's doing the triple-double, but at least people are know this. Monte Morris, if you just ask the average like NBA fan, like, hey, uh, you know, what's going on with the Nuggets? Who are the guys? Nobody would bring up Monte. He's like freaking 8-1 to one assist to turnover ratio, no. 40% three-point shoot. Like, everything is great. Consider the fact that Jokic is playing at the level that he's playing. We have a, a player on our team that's shooting – over 50% from the three-point line. <laughs> so we have a player that's absolutely breaking the assist-to-turnover ratio record for the NBA, and we are 500. Yeah. <laughs> How is that possible? So I, I do have three I quick... I ran the numbers. That's literally impossible. Three quick yes or no's for you guys on Monte. Because it could be higher or lower, so just yes or no. Fourth best player? No. This year? No? Best? No, but like most consistent, which is important. Like well, He is the best m- m- more often than not. I was just going to keep going high, higher. Okay. Yeah, third best player? No. Yeah. Yes. Third best player? Monte yes. Moore's the third best player. I think he has been. For, for this year. Through, through, through 12, 13 is games, it, whatever I, they're at. I, I might argue for Jamichael Green. Games? How many games have they played? Jamichael Green? He might I would be say Monte. This is a Monte. silly conversation. I would too, actually. I actually would say Monte yeah, over I've been shouted down. Fine. One thing that I think is so cool about these games that we play is... Adam, you found a way to mentally create a cool way to put your advanced stats into all these things. <laughs> you know, like these are things that you're not like you're not necessarily thinking about, right. but then you make it sound cool that you could like relate it to the like the regular like person because. You know, I know what the show is it. missing. More compliments of me. Exactly. This is like where we're picking as a show. Do you, wanna, do you guys want to all go around and give yeah, Adam everyone, one compliment? everybody one I have compliment? Okay, just not enough Adam, Adam in this uh, show. Uh, I forgot it. Ah, <laughs> you forgot it. Damn it. I like your hair. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, next one. Real or not real? Haircut Jokic. Is this oh, a thing? Is dude, this a thing? Like, this is realer than real. That's, the realest? Oh, this, this is, is as real realest. as it gets. This is as real as it gets. Uh, so unfortunately, I think it was Ryan Blackburn. Someone actually oh, did a deep dive on no, this, no, which no, should have been no, strictly no. forbidden, but uh, I don't think it's real. 
Sorry, he's been playing at this level all season. This was actually like his like best game. Oh, for four. He only played three quarters. He only played three quarters. It's true. Haircut Jokic. You know what haircut Jokic speaks to? Oh, can you give your actual psychoanalysis here? Yes, I've given this more than one, and I believe this in my in my heart. It's more than aesthetics. It's more than aerodynamics. What it speaks to is Nikola Jokic's reflection on self. When he starts to look at himself and wants to do for self, wow! it actually helps others. Uh, what? And, yeah, because because Jokic <laughs> is about like... Don't blow it, Eric. I'm not. Listen, like he, he's focused on what he needs to do. And what he needs to do is get this team orchestrated, moving. He starts to score. He's just locked in. Like when he, like Jokic is a guy that I guarantee looks in the mirror once a week. <laughs> like never, you know, he just like he's That's like a great take. He brushes his teeth. He does all the things he needs to do to be presentable, uh, but like doesn't care that that much. But when he does a thing like this, where you're like, oh wow, he actually wa- and he probably doesn't care how he looks. It probably is purely a, a a aerodynamic thing. But to me, it just says like he he resets his like. All right, I've got to like recenter and and focus. A lot of That's projection what, there, but you landed yeah, the plane. There's a lot of projection. <laughs> so it, but it, it, I don't care what Ryan Blackburn says. It bears out. Every time there's been a haircut Jokic game and I get hyped for it, it, it pays off every time. I listen to D-Line. I believe D-Line. Thanks, man. You like it. You like it. So I when think you, that just means when Eric's hair is getting too long, he's really depressed. He's really depressed. That's what That's it means. What I got yeah, like his beard's out of control. Oh. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. we, we got to wait. It is a bit breezy, but we're going to have to contain the breeze for a little bit here. It looks like, we the, have a couple looks like more. the breeze is actually walking. If I, um, Jokic now has nine dunks. He had a dunk tonight. Nice little spin move, tomahawk, I guess, or whatever. But he has ni- 14 games, nine dunks. Is there any chance he gets a dunk per game? Mm. He's a little behind. He's a little behind now, but he can have a two, three dunk game. That's not real. But the fact that he probably <laughs> leads the team in dunks. That's, Ooh, let me look it that's, up. That's got to be real. The, like That makes it so wild because Jokic is a player that had more Triple he doubles does. that he had. Holy crap! Is, you, is Jokic going to lead the team? No way. Michael Porter is definitely going to pass him. Well, Michael Porter. Yeah. I don't well, know. Michael seems Porter. Like there's a lot of roadblocks. Between. Michael Porter has four dunks in four games, <laughs> oh, so okay, he yeah, will yeah. he will pass up. <laughs> He's just got to get maybe. on the court. This will absolutely be Jokic's number one dunk season, though. Without no, without sure. without a second place. So he is now with nine dunks. His career high is 23. So he is already <laughs> almost halfway to his dunk total. Can you imagine being seven feet tall and finishing an entire 70. 82 game well, season I know his, nine dunks. His rookie season and sophomore season, there were so many, like, he could have dunked and he would be like, yeah. like, for no reason. Yeah, and he'd be yeah. like, I guess he just doesn't want to dunk. Like, bigger. And now it looks like he's, like, going after dunks. He's yeah, pulling he himself up on the rim. I know that's, like, has to be, like, a mental edge that he's put to himself because when, even when it's, like, a regular dunk, he makes sure to pull himself up. That's different. If we take him for his word that he's been, you know, fairly experimental with his weight or whatever, I mean, there probably is, like, a. Like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I I, I can do this, you know? The last one I have for you guys, just kind of a check-in, because we are back to 500. Nuggets now 7-7, 14 (laughs) games in. Jokic's MVP odds. Because the only thing we keep hearing is that the team isn't good enough. You know, maybe they start to climb back. Are we buying his odds at MVP? Does he have a real shot? I do. I think he does. And for me, it's contingent upon, first of all, still, after all we've seen, thinking – if I had to choose right now, are the Nuggets more likely to miss out on home court or get it? I still think they're more likely to get it. Wow. I know that seems like a, a warm take at this point, um, but, you know, the Lakers look great. Other than that, standing's a little jumbled. Russ got it done at sixth, right? Yeah. The, the Thunder finished sixth in the West. Yoke doesn't have that name brand value, but he's having a better season. So, look, if he averages a triple-double on 50-40, 65% is true shooting, which he's doing right now, they have to consider him. Debbie, you buying it? Is I it think, real? I think I'll buy um, and the reason that I'll buy it's is real. because, it, yes, it's, it's real. real. <laughs> We're not this, playing by ourselves. We're playing a completely different <laughs> game. <laughs> I, I was tricked. I was tricked. Are you <laughs> buying it? Yeah, I'll buy it. <laughs> it's true. You actually, that was leading the I witness. Was <laughs> um, this is real. Um, and the, the reason for that is because of the standings. That's really all it is. Like Every single argument is that they're not winning games. Yeah. Say that the Nuggets do reel off uh, a few wins in a row and they move up the standings. Then you're really just contending with who really in the West, um, LeBron, Anthony Davis, Luca. He's playing as good and if not better than all of those guys. He's playing so better than all of them. There. He's playing exactly. better than all of them. Yeah. So I think that, I think that's real. Yeah. I mean, we, we keep hearing about Embiid with his uh, MVP uh, numbers. I, dude, Yoke, I I don't know what 
this is like one of these things where like Mike, like uh, we were joking in the off season, like Marcus Howard, he's like, what does this guy have to do? Like he breaks the NCAA record for uh, three points and it's still, right. like, he doesn't get drafted. It's like, dude, what do I have to do? It's like Jokic is, you see those hilarious uh, NBA math graphs where Jokic is just so, he's so far, far, he's so far <laughs> away from every other player in the NBA. It honestly seems like a mistake. It's like, what else do I have? Like, what do I have to do? What do I have to do? Like, so players, Jokic is scoring more points, which is like the weakest part of his game. Okay. If you talk about points, rebounds, assists, you'd go, okay, assists are number one, rebounds yeah. number two, points number three. Guys, he's scoring more points per game than Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Donovan Mitchell, Zion Williamson. These are people that are scoring fewer points per game than Jokic. The, 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 yeah, the li- you could list literally every player in the and NBA, right? Like the All but three, he's 13. Everyone would assume are, are top scorers. Right, exactly. So, so if he does finish the season, this comes from my buddy TJ McBride. If he does finish the season at 25 points per game on 65 or better true shooting percentage, um, he would join one of a list of seven players to ever do that. Of that list, the highest assist total during that season was Steph with six point three. Wow! So, if it, like yeah, he's he's not quite at that thirty point per game, but he's he's as efficient as anyone's ever been at twenty five, and we don't see assist numbers like this comp- accompanying that. Well, let's take our final break. On the other side, Harrison Wynn set to join us. Want to hear what we what what went on at we'll the uh, jackets. at Ball Arena? Better get your jackets. It's getting windy in here. And then finally, we're gonna give a quick little discussion about Michael Porter, who is now. Back, we think, Mike think, unofficially, yeah, we think Mike. he's back. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Uh, but first. Oh, yeah, so let's do our DraftKings pick of the week, yeah, before I talk about DraftKings. Um, we were talking on the yep. pregame show, like, Jokic is a lock for these double-doubles. Yep. The thing is, DraftKings also knows that. Yeah, yes, they, they do. do. So if you're looking for a way to kind of make a similar bet, but you're looking for some better odds, this line isn't up yet, obviously, but Friday's game in Phoenix, I think Jokic's points, rebound, assist total, which they've been listing for each of these games, if that's up there, I think you have to throw money on this. It the the idea that he won't get there. I mean, he he does it virtually every it game. Is, dude, I love this take. And so and and that's with him getting like shorted on these assist opportunities. I think the floor is what we saw tonight. So the the assist, the rebounds, the point total. Take that for Phoenix Friday. Because what I love about that is tonight you would have said like if if you told him, you know, oh we think he'll get more assists or whatever. We get. No, he just got 27 points tonight, way more than they expected. So the yeah, sister so down, but the points so were Let's up. look. Last time they played the Suns, he had 17 points, 11 assists, and nine rebounds. So what is that? Almost 20, a triple-double. 37. So very close. Uh, looks like assists, assists might be one to bang, too, for against the, uh, against the Suns. I also have the theory, though, about Jokic the second time in short order. And by the way, they play a second and third time. Again, yep. They play back-to-back on the road at Phoenix. They just He's played him a week and a half, two weeks ago. And Jokic, you know, he, he remembers better than everybody else remembers. So I like it. We should also just talk about DraftKings. Guys, the return we've all been waiting for is finally here. UFC's most notorious icon stepping back into the octagon. Make sure you check out DraftKings Sportsbook uh, for this Conor McGregor fight. Uh, that uh, New Yorkers, new users can bet one dollar on McGregor to win by knockout in the first round. If he does, you'll be cashing in two hundred and fifty-seven dollars. I'm just gonna run through that That's math for one, you one, one more time. Years. You put one dollar down, and if he wins by knockout, you win two hundred and fifty-seven dollars. So, just checking my notes. Yeah, you should do that. Uh, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up to turn one dollar into two fifty-seven dollars. Place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code DNVR for new players to get two hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Must be twenty-one or older. Color out only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero. Strava, Strava. No, it's rugby. I think you did that. Off. You did that. Huh? Right. Yeah, it's rugby. Okay. Uh, let's talk about this Colorado rugby read. As you all know, Infinity Park right here in Glenwood, Colorado, is now known as Rugby Town USA. Rugby Town. In fact, that facility was recently designated the Rugby Town National Training Center, which is home to the USA Eagles, men's, women's, rugby, 15s teams. So translation here, Colorado is now the spot to be for uh, U.S. rugby. And our guy, Colton Strickler, has it all covered for you with the de- uh, the weekly DNVR rug- Rugby podcast. Subscribe to that. Uh, follow him on our DNVR Rugby account to keep up with the latest news. I know very, very little about rugby. What I do know, I've learned from Colton. He's a great guy. He's great at this gig. So check him out. Subscribe to the podcast and follow him on Twitter. All right. Now we go to our man inside ball arena there. The man with the wind in his hair. The handsome one. Look at the arena there behind him. Looking gorgeous. <laughs> 
Harrison win. Harrison, what's going on, buddy? Son of a bitch. <laughs> what's going on, guys? You had me waiting in the waiting room like I was Brendan. Vogt. I can't hear him, Kale. Can you guys hear him? Hold on one second. It's just not very loud because we have the the Avs game in the background that is extremely loud. We'll extremely do it live. Extremely loud. Stand tight, wind. Yeah, it's not my problem, guys. Sorry. Let's see there. You look there, Harrison. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I said you uh, you had me in the waiting room like I was Brendan Vote or somebody. Like just leave me out. Nobody the drive can't hear that. <laughs> five minutes. Uh, Harrison, just talk. <laughs> yeah, we might not be able to. Ask we we might not be able to hear you today, just with how loud everything is. But can you tell us what real quickly what the mood was post game? It was a great mood post game. Um, it was an awesome mood. Michael Malone had a great quote after this one. He thought. Um, he said, we're seven and seven. Obviously, we have a lot of work to do, but I like this team a lot. They have a competitive spirit. We're getting closer and closer. We've had some tough losses. Bounces haven't gone our way, but we're getting there. So that was Michael Malone's mood after this game. And I kind of thought tonight, tonight was almost so symbolic of how this Nugget season has gone a little bit. We know these guys can be good. I think um, sometimes they just mess around with an inferior opponent for a half, like they kind of did tonight, like they did against the Kings earlier this year, like they did against the Timberwolves at times. And then, you know, they turn it on for a stretch and really separate. So uh, another night that was frustrating at times, but also another night that had them moving in the right direction, I thought. If that yeah. makes sense. No, I think I think so too. And you're onto something with Malone. And we always talk about he has his finger on the pulse of the team. And sometimes he seems more concerned. And we're like, wow, was something going on? But I do feel like the last few games, practices, media availability, he's been calm and confident. Like there's been a confidence like they were moving in the right direction. And it sounds like tonight was an extension of that for him. Yeah, and I mean, it was the bench again. And like you guys know my thing, the Nuggets have to trust their bench. They have to trust the Jamichael Green and Isaiah Hartenstein pairing. They have to have to trust the bench. And it, it was just like a little over a week ago, Michael Malone sounded like he didn't really trust the bench. He's like, they've got to earn my trust. Well, now, three or four games later, I mean, the trust is there. The trust is there. Like, that third quarter tonight, it was the bench that kind of helped them pull away. So, a step in the right direction. Yeah. All right, who spoke? What players talked? So, we talked to Monte. We talked to Paul. We talked to Nikola Jokic. Who do you want to hear from first? Um, let's go to Jokic. Let's go to the big fella. Okay. So, I heard you guys talking about the dunks before <laughs> I came on. Um, I've been on this beat. I've been on the Nicole Jokic dunking beat. <laughs> so I asked Paul Millsap, what's behind Jokic dunking the ball more? I mean, he's already almost, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys have the numbers. He's already almost caught up to how many dunks he had last season. And we played uh, 14 games. He credited, Paul credited Jokic's work in the weight room. He said, it seems like he's adding a couple inches to his vert, like every game or every day. The guy's been a weight room warrior. And Wait, did he say he's been a weight room warrior? Is that an exact quote, or is this a Harrison paraphrase? <laughs> uh, that, that's a little bit of a paraphrase. That's a paraphrase. <laughs> a paraphrase. <laughs> Just a little bit. Um, but he credited his work in the weight room uh, to you know, just his increased athleticism and him dunking the ball more. So I thought that was interesting. No. And then I asked Jokic. And then I asked Jokic why he's dunking the ball this year. And you guys know how he's done that thing throughout his time in Denver, where he says an answer, and then right after it, he says, just kidding. But we think that's really what he thinks, that answer he just gave. You know how he does that? Sure. Oh, sure. So I asked him about, you know, why he's dunking more this year. And he said, because he likes to see the bench go crazy. He likes to see the bench react to the dunk. He's like, assist, assist makes one player I happy. Dunk makes, makes whole bench go whole crazy. Bench crazy. <laughs> right. He said just kidding, but 
he's definitely serious about that. <laughs> That's so funny, man. Um, all right, what about Monte? I'm curious with Monte. We're all we're, we're all talking Monte, and you've been under this too. Monte's having the, one of the most underrated seasons possible, man. He's been incredible. Totally. When Vote and I did a little bit of a roundtable, a little bit of a back and forth uh, last week, I think Vote, we both called him the Nuggets' third best player so far this season. I think we were both in lockstep on that. And he just continues to be that guy. Um, Malone said Monte Morris has been, quote, phenomenal in all areas, scoring, defense, running his team, uh, taking what the defense gives him. And I thought this was a great quote uh, that Monte had tonight, just kind of assessing the upward trajectory that the Nuggets are on. This was a classic Monte quote here. He says, I feel like we're getting there. We're itching. We're climbing up the mine. It just shows you how good we can be. It's a tough Western Conference, but I feel like we're figuring it out. The sky's the limit for this team. Yeah. We're climbing up the mine. Climbing up the mine. All right. Yeah. Like, like, a, like, because they're digging for nuggets. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Hey, All right. You you know, said, well, I'm I, asking. I I'm not even exactly what I'm doing. What it's what Monte, Monte did. I, I assume it's a nuggets <laughs> metaphor. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else cares about this. All right, you didn't. There's one thing now. You're, you've gotten through all these quotes. There's one quote you haven't got to, and that is something about oh batteries inside of a sock and beating people inside so, prisons. Soda cans. And, soda cans. And, and we also saw a Will Barton quote that uh, you put in the old production that seems like you should address it. Well, well, first off, start with soda cans and pillowcases. What, what's going on here? So apparently. Um, Michael Malone locked Nikola Jokic in his office one day. This is a 100% verified story and uh, was beating him with, what was it, pillowcases and I don't even remember, uh, soda cans, just to get him to shoot the ball more. And uh, so far it's worked. Apparently worked. He is shooting more, though. I mean... Wait, were the... Was were the soda cans full? Like he did he assault him to make him shoot more, or was <laughs> it like would, a funny to make full. clicky noises? Why would you, why would you what empty the? soda cans in a pillowcase? What? Are you serious? You thought you thought the soda cans were empty? I don't I don't I don't know what to think right now. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you guys all think the answer is really obvious, but I still have no idea. All I know is Malone went to prison. That's prison, all. I yeah, know. Malone's definitely yeah, been to prison. Definitely. So, um, what was the Will Barton quote you said you saw? Yeah, one? yeah. Well, that would be news to me because we didn't speak to Will Barton. So oh, well, I'm what the age? I read something Will about uh, Will Barton has been speaking to God his whole life. Oh, I Did think you? it was a tweet that Will Barton had. Oh, I think it was okay, a tweet okay. that Will Barton had. Um, he tweeted, I have it right here, I put it in the chat. I've been having conversations with God since I was six, and he's been telling me I was chosen and special. That's why I've never paid any mind to mere mortals' opinion of me. <laughs> wow, that is absolutely fire. That, it's See, it's, me too. It's super cool if Will Barton says it. It's I not know. cool if Kyrie Irving says it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. True. It's so true. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Uh, all right, any other notes or takeaways, Harrison, from the game? I feel like I've been talking to God my whole life, and he's, like, not that impressed. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely not. Uh, Harrison, like was there anything with, about Jamal Murray tonight? No, there wasn't. Okay. Um, there wasn't. There was a lot to get to post game. We did not ask anything about Jamal Murray, but um, yeah, a fourth straight quarter where he's really struggled from the field. Um, tossed the shooting sleeve aside to end the first half. Wasn't wearing the shooting sleeve in the second half. Thought that was interesting. Uh, but yeah, quiet night. No. All right. Any parting thoughts, Harrison, before we get out? Um, I I don't have any parting personal thoughts for the game, but just another quote here that I thought was interesting from Monte Morris. He said he took Nikola aside a few days ago in the weight room. Of course, where else would Nikola Jokic be in the weight room? Um, He told him, quote, everyone's talking about the Durants, the LeBrons, the Giannis's. We're playing with the Hall of Famer right here. Love it. That's a good one. Talking about Faku? (laughs) (laughs) all right harrison thanks so much buddy we're gonna see you back here in the lounge hopefully the winner's lounge for a long extended road trip we'll have the full squad want you to know the the fans in the in the comment section let us know you had a pretty sick burn uh so we didn't hear it but well done we love you you're very funny we'll listen to it later (laughs) yeah uh 100 percent
definitely a sick burn. <laughs> all right, thanks <laughs> so no much, Harrison. Uh, all right, guys, to wrap up the show, though, you know, now Michael Porter on the horizon. It sounds like he's going to be back. This is, um, to me, they get back to. It's so fitting that the Nuggets are back to seven and seven. They're back to five hundred. Quest for five hundred. The baby. quest for five hundred because it does feel like we can reset. We hoped you could reset at like four and four. You know, there's all these times where like you could reset the season. Now we officially get to reset it seven and seven. A lot of teams are seven and seven. Michael Porter, how is this going to go with the reintegration? In your opinion. Is it going to be right out of the bat? It's a positive. I mean, look, tonight nobody can make a shot, right? Like we were talking about it. Michael Porter almost never struggles to make shots. Um, what do you think, Dev? I think that the Nuggets are really looking for just another big option. Right now they've mm. been, you know, filling the gaps with a lot of guys that are stepping up. Um, a lot of guys that you're not suspecting, especially with Jamal Murray not being at his best. It's not that Jamal Murray's not capable. He's just not playing well right now. He's right. hurt. So now you have another guy that you can lean on, another guy that can score and, and get going in bunches. So also I think that on a lot of teams you always hear about a guy coming in or a guy having a child or something like that, and that like gets the team back going. I think Michael Porter Jr. will be like a, a breath of fresh air for the team for them to like restart yeah. and get going. What do you think, Eric? So, I mean, you look at tonight and the only other player that – Nikola Jokic could rely upon was Will Barton, right? Yeah. And, and when asked about uh, Michael Porter Jr., Michael Malone emphatically referred to him as a, the starting uh, mm, shooting guard, right? Yeah. So this to me says Will Barton will be going to the bench. Do we like? I don't know what this does to the production of the of the starting unit, but again, it's the beautiful vision, the beautiful vision we've seen that has been foretold of Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, and Nikola Jokic coming together as an uh, unbreakable three. Um, and this is just we've got to get them all on the court in order for that to happen. So I think it's going to be rough to begin with to start off with. It always is when there's something like a completely new wrinkle. Michael Porter Jr. is in his heart a ball dominant player um we're gonna see if you know jamal and well, well first off we're gonna see if jamal plays yeah that's um, a good point. but we're gonna see if uh, Jokic and, and jamal trust him enough to give him the ball like uh, that we were seeing a lot in the preseason so I, I think it's gonna disrupt some things but ultimately this is what we need to have happen for the denver nuggets yeah i mean let's let's say it's rough uh, i mean these were the, the growing pains we were prepared for anyway right yeah. it's almost like all this other stuff is is neither here nor there until we see how it looks with MPJ. I think Dev's right in the how it impacts the starters. The first thought is, do you consider resting Jamal with another big impact player out there? I think you have to. And then let's say the team gets whole. Who is the odd man out now? Is it PJ Dozier, who's starting to play well? Right. Is it Isaiah Hartenstein, who Harrison wishes Malone would trust? And he finally does. But does he like PJ alongside Thrill, alongside Monte? So there are plenty of there. A whole new set of questions are about to arise. But these are the questions that need to be answered before we know who this team is. I think it could be, in some ways, a lucky break if Jamal Murray is either needs to miss a game or two, which I wouldn't be surprised. You play Phoenix twice. Yep. Maybe it makes sense. You get Wednesday off, Thursday off. You give Jamal Friday off, Saturday off. Then they, well, then they play on Saturday. It is a back-to-back. Maybe you have one healthy body. But more to the point, even if Jamal Murray does play, maybe he needs to ease himself. Like, you know, would love to take 20 shots a game. Maybe he's like, you know what, I'm going to take even fewer. Because the Jokic-MPJ two-man game really blossomed last year when that was all they had, that and plus Barton, and it really came together. And I think it could help the team, and this is no one's fault. I'm not saying this is a Jamal Murray fault or anything else. It could help the team for MPJ to be the second option for a while while Jamal Murray is either out yeah. or just hobbled to yeah. the point where it's like, hey, I'm a fourth quarter second option, but I'm a first, second, and third quarter, third option. Yeah. And that might, yeah, I don't know, it might I, shake out that I way. I also, I, I don't think that there's going to be one guy that's out. I think that we're just going to see more lineup or opponent-dependent lineups on the bench. Like, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. you're going to see nights where Faku is not playing because it's the point guard he's going up against would be, like, Chris Paul, for example. Like, Faku probably should not play at all against the Suns um, since we watched Chris Paul absolutely hunt him last time. Um, I so, think you're but right I, I just and I feel like PJ Dozier will be in there sometimes. Hart, we, we've seen already uh, this year where sometimes Hartenstein doesn't Hartenstein doesn't play. Um, so I imagine it'll just be give Malone a lot more, you know, tinker time. You're probably right. You're probably right. So yeah, absolutely. Michael Porter's just too good. The one thing I'll say is, I'm I'm excited. 
you get a lot of confidence out of beating good teams, and Denver hasn't really done that yet. They beat the Warriors, right? Are there any other, other games that they uh, they don't really have that many great wins under their belt? Nick, you go baby. on this you go on this road trip. Any win you get on this road trip will be considered a good win. And I think Denver needs to get at least two, if not three, out of the six wins that they're about ready to go. It's going to be a tough task. But with each good win, your team gets more confidence. And I think when we saw Michael Porter only play four games, the team didn't have any good wins in that stretch there. I think if you get one, it's easier to get the second. If you get two, it's easier to get the third. And if you can get three out of four on this road trip, I just feel like it's a mental hurdle Denver can can yep. clear. And then we get back to the old Nuggets and the Nuggets that we kind of expected from them. So a big road trip, a meaningful one, and you know I'm I'm just excited. Michael We're Porter, back, man, baby. like I I've been you know I'm I'm ready for some new so excitement. Back. And there's like no bigger variable than Michael Porter this Jr. Is it. This He's is like what the most excited about, man. You know? This is what it's about. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in with us. Don't forget Friday pregame show. Ooh. You don't want to tune in 30 minutes before. We'll do a pregame show. We'll have a postgame show for you as well to kick you off into your weekend. Thanks for tuning in. You guys hit the, the like button. Hit, hit the, the like button. button. Like it. <laughs>